The following program is intended for mature audiences. Everybody, welcome back to episode number two of the Come On Get Happy. By the way, Sketch, my producer, do we have to pay for that if I sing it? No. All right. Come on, get it. I got the Keith Partridge haircut, and I was trying to think of a name for the new Hump Day Wednesday YouTube show. I said, hey, man, we all need to get happy. So come on, get happy hour, everybody. So it's the same show as uh, Stevie Lee and his rowdy-ass friends live from the Double Wide, because we're still in the Double Wide here, except now we're on Wednesday nights. We've got the same funny-ass people, rock stars, uh, you know, Hellraisers, Hot Rod guys, all those people are still on the show. And I teamed up with my homie of 20 plus years, my partner in crime, and the brains behind this operation. Lord knows, you know, I'm I'm got the loop, I ain't got the brains. Uh, yeah, Judy Lewinson. So she's a super producer, artist, rapper, and uh, so we're gonna get her on camera again. She, she killed it about a month ago on camera. We talked about Hip Hop Harry a song she wrote, uh, a show she produced and wrote most of the songs for I think. And my kids know Hip Hop Harry now from TikTok. TikTok. Don't do TikTok, by the way. I think it's like spying on us. But everybody's spying on us. It's all good. Anyway, people, just got back from Austin, Texas. Wee doggy. Rocking the uh, Lone Star. And man, it, it's America down there. There's American flags. People, we got them last night. My son said, Daddy, people were waving and saying hi for no reason. For no reason. I said, the reason is they're happy, people. So come on, get happy. Everybody. I'm happy because we got two of my good, good buddies on again. The rock stars, you know, I can't afford them, but they owe me favors because I can blackmail them. And so I had to have my man back on because he tricked us with the cliffhanger, but I don't think he's that good of actor. Some shit really went down. So Brad is back tonight. The one and only uh, Hot Rod BMX legend, designer, Hot Rod legend. He's got so many damn titles. Uh, I'm exhausted just talking about it. Please give it up once again for the one and only Brad Fanshawe. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, I just got back, man. I mean, last week was, wow, it was nuts. It was nuts. I mean, oh, you know what's awesome? What's that? The cocktail's still here. It still has ice cubes in it. Woo! I forgot to say the drinking word this week should be America. Because I just got back from Austin, Texas, and that's goddamn America. America? So, America. America. Drinking word. It started with an M. America. I'm telling you, brother. So it's a been a week. It's been a week. Episode number two, Brad. So, so last week, if you remember, we're sitting here. We're talking about my midsummer cocktail. We're talking about BMX and hot rods and the whole thing. And all of a sudden, you saw my eyebrows go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> there was somebody it's just like going to walk. Botox lady. Just the real housewife for a second. <laughs> No, so I, um, I'm looking past the computer at somebody who walked in my office, and they're going, 911. They're, actually, they're going, I'm like, <laughs> what? And they're like, like emergency, emergency. <laughs> and I'm like, I, and first thing I think of is my mom who's staying with me. She's 88 years old, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Is it my mom? And, and uh, like, 
and they don't say anything. And I'm like, what? And, and finally they go, it's really bad. You've got to go now. And I'm like, sorry guys, I gotta go. And I split. So as I get off camera, I walk in the office and my phone's blowing up and I'm like going, what, what what's going on? It's my neighbors. They're all calling me. So here's what happened. Some right. crazy dude comes flying down my street. Now I live in a residential area. I don't live in some, you know, uh, you know, metropolis thing like that. And I went down through a residential area at 85 wow. miles an hour is what it's estimated at. He hit a four-way stop. He did the full-on fall guy thing. You know, the truck goes the flying like that. And, um, and he landed, but unlike um, our buddy uh, in the fall guy who always landed correctly because his motor was mounted in the back. Um, uh, but it was really Lee Majors doing the stunts, though, right? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, he didn't have no stunt double. Um, so, anyways, this guy went all squirrely, according to people that saw it happen. Now, I'm going to tell you what he did first, Stevie. Okay. You ever seen a power pole that's big, 24 inches around thick? I well, look at that sucker. Holy it's shit. Gone. You it was me back there, and now it's there. So now myself and 200 of my neighbors are waiting for these guys to get there oh. and fix the lines. But in the meantime, what's that? Because of one jackass. Yeah, yeah. thought going 85 through a neighborhood and be pretending he's Baja racer. But this is how he ended up. Balls up in my front yard. Holy now, I will say, the good thing is, nobody got killed, nobody got hurt, okay. and no, none of the families or the kids riding their bikes through the neighborhood got run over. And what, an what did suffer was the power pole, the 10-foot yeah. tall tree in my yard, which yeah. literally, I've never seen anybody take a tree that's 10 foot tall, fully grown, and decapitate it and move it and leave a stump bent out of the ground and then kept continuing. Now, you see a storage container in those photos. Yeah. The thing is, is that I'm getting ready to do some remodeling at my house. So I'm not talking one of those wimpy ones. We're talking one of those full-fledged ocean containers. Yeah. And at this point, it is full, front to back, top to bottom. He, after he went through the power pole, after he went through the tree, after he went through all my landscaping, all of my lights, then he hit that, and I've got like a big half-moon driveway. He pushed it six feet down the driveway before he came to a stop. And as the wow. uh, high patrol said, if he hadn't hit that, he probably would have literally gone through the house into the room where my mom was, and you know who knows what would have happened. And uh, your mom so, home at the time? yeah, she was home watching TV in in the spare well, bedroom. Another mob party again? Oh man! I, and and everybody in the neighborhood—they were all out. And they're all like, "Oh my God, what happened?" They they described it as the law, just an explosion. 
they heard screech explosion. They didn't know what happened, you know? Wow. And uh, then you heard all the parents explaining to their kids that, no, the internet's not going to work for the next 12 hours. No, and you won't have any TV either. That was the real disaster of the neighborhood. Oh, man. So you had to do like we had to do in the old days and go outside. The kids had to go outside and find a ball and keep themselves occupied. Well, yeah. Yeah, they did. But, but they were, I mean, there were some angry kids. They were picketing and there was some near riots because of it, you know, so. Well, too bad that uh, wasn't a California oak where that guy would be in prison forever. California. <laughs> exactly. Now, it was crazy. First of all, Steve, we love our cars. I love fast cars. Yeah. But you know what? You don't take them through a neighborhood like that. You don't, yeah. too many things can happen. You don't take them anywhere that it's not a controlled, you know, yeah. if I take like a, you know, like the 720S for a speed run or something, I make sure it is away. It's controlled. I've been up and down the road. Make sure they, since two days ago when I was there, nothing has been changed. Now, of course, I don't do that on public. No, I won't. No. Wear a mask. If you're going to do that, at least wear a mask, Brad Fanshawe. Stay safe, and on your license plate, wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. But it was crazy. So I apologize to everybody for having to abruptly leave because I watched it and I went, wow, I really did. I just kind of went, what? Oh, oh, hey, I got to go. I didn't even give an explanation. I'm split, yeah, you know, was, I hope listen to your buddy's uh, I Can't Drop 55. I think that's <laughs> the, that's going to be his plea in court. Yes. Listen to your buddy Sammy Hagar's song, I Can't Drop 55, and see what it does. And damn I'll call Sammy wrong. up and I'll go, dude, it's your fault. You owe me some bread, man. <laughs> so it was, said, no, but it was. I don't drive my Trans Am to do comedy gigs. I don't take the TA. Because if I take the Trans Am and I've had a Heineken and I, I'm playing a little, you know, uh, Skinner on the way home. If I see blue lights, I still got that, you know, that redneck DNA. We're like, I can take. I've watched too many Dukes of Hazards. We're like, you never take me alive, cover. And they're like, we're just gonna tell you how to tell light out. But now you're going to jail for six months, idiot. Exactly. Exactly. But so, let, no, it's a pretty, pretty incredible the things that can happen. Well, thank God everybody's safe, buddy. And right before you cut out last week, you go, you got time for one more cool rock story? And I go, Brad, I always got time. You know me. We can talk for 12 hours, and I got time for rock stories. So what the hell was it? Well, you, you asked for, you always like my rock and roll stories, things that have happened to me over the years. And I can't remember what it was, dude. Ah, you bastard. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, so, okay, the China Club in Los Angeles was just one of the coolest places. Um, remember on, it opened up in 89. Huh? And... On any given night, man, you could see legends there. I mean, and some of them would jump up on stage, like Slash would jump up on stage, John Entwistle, you'd see Sting there, Elton John, I mean, Bruce Springsteen, you name it. So the first time I ever went there, I had a buddy in town, and I'm trying to give him the, yeah, I'm the L.A. guy, I'm going to show you around. And so I took him up to Hollywood, and we went to this place called Nikki Blair's, that I used to frequent quite a bit. And it was a really great on sunset Italian restaurant. Again, a place where a lot of, a lot of stars would go, a lot of musicians. And 
So I took him there and I knew, you know, I walk in and, and uh, Nikki goes, oh, thanks for coming back, took us over. And, and my buddy was like all impressed that he knew me and uh, he didn't see me slip him the 10 bucks or whatever it was <laughs> to know me. And uh, of course, Nikki knew everybody, you know. But yeah. so afterwards, we decided I'm going to take him over to the China Club. And it had only been open about a year at that time. And it was, it was red hot. So we park across, as we're driving up, dude, there is a line from the, from the little uh, stand at the front door, down the block, around the corner, and down to the other block. And I yeah. said, well, we're going to be waiting a while, dude. So we go to the parking lot, we park my car, and, and I am in my full 80s attire, okay? I will admit that. I had the full-on styled mullet and, you know, everything going on. And I had this David Bryan oversized willy wear gray suit with a, like a silk shirt, you know, open. And I had my low, I was full on uh, Miami Vice in it and, and everything. And, and so I'm, I'm walking across the street with Steve and I can remember it. I, I walk up on the curb and we turn to start walking down to the end of the building and down to the end of the line, get about three steps and you hear this, hey guys, guys, aren't you on the list? And I turn around, start walking and he goes, guys, guys, aren't you on the list? And I turn around and I go, yeah, I think maybe. And he goes, come on. And as we walked up, rather than looking to see who we are on the list, he just opens it and lets us in. And I was like, Oh, this is good. This is good. And everybody's looking at us like, who are those guys? You know? And so we walk in and it was everything you wanted to be. This cool club, small, intimate stage down each side were the, were the booths with the, you know, the A&R reps and all the, you know, the people and down the center was like this leaning bar, you know, you could kind of like lean on the railing. And so we staked our claim pretty close to the front of the stage and, had our drinks and we were there a while. We were there probably an hour. And all of a sudden this guy comes up and I'm leaning against the bar like this. And all of a sudden I feel on this shoulder, somebody come up and kind of lean on my shoulder like that. And I hear this voice. It's kind of gruff. And he goes, these guys are pretty good, aren't they? And I turn and the very first thing I saw was a, from here, tied in the back was the bandana. And I look over and it's little Steven from the East Street band. And, nice. and I turn and I go, I go, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. And he goes, do you know him? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't know him. He starts carrying on this conversation with me about the band and about, he goes, this is the first time I've ever been to this place. And he goes, man, it is jumping. I go, I go, it's first time I've ever been here too. And we talked for like ever just about the bands, the people that were there. And then I, what's that? Did you know who he was? Oh, yeah, I knew who he was right away, man, you know, because that was at the very height of Bruce Springsteen and the East Street yeah, Band, yeah. you know, and, and you no, know, he's a major star. It was, it was pre-TV uh, days, you know, and, and so he goes, yeah, yeah, he goes, hey, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get a drink, and he stops, he turns around, he goes, what do you need? And, uh, and I, I go, you know, man, I'll have a you know, whiskey and Diet Coke with a lime. And he walks away, and I look to my friend, and I go, holy shit, that's little Steven from the East Street Band. And he goes, I thought you knew him the way he was talking to you. I go, no, I've never met him before in my life. And, uh, and, and we hung out, had a drink together, and then went our separate ways, you know. And it was just 
it was one of those really cool things where it wasn't like, you know, oh man, you're little Steven, can I have your autograph? And, and, and you know, way before these guys right here, right? Yeah, so, exactly. um, you know, so you're thinking, man, I wish I had a photo of that, but no, didn't have it back then. So yeah, it was just no, one of those cool Hollywood things. Yeah, I love back in the day, like, you know, 15, 20 years ago, whatever, I took a buddy of mine was visiting from Kentucky and he had like Coke bottle glasses, cool, like super cool guy, a buddy of mine from high school. So I was like, I had a show at the comedy store and afterwards we went to the Sky Bar across the street. I just wanted oh, yeah. him to be famous, you know? And, but he like, he was listening to like, like Kenny Chesney or some country guy. And I'm like, and he goes, hey man, you like Kenny Chesney? I, go, I don't know. He goes, you don't know who the hell. Kenny Ch I, go, I, don't, I don't know who that is, bro. And uh, he thought it was so funny that I'd never heard of this guy that had like millions of fans, you know? And so I took him to the Sky Bar. And we're standing there. He goes, man, you see any stars in here? And I go, well, right beside you is Matthew McConaughey. He goes, who? And I go, I go, I go, Matthew McConaughey is like right over your shoulder. So he turned around like this. And stuck because he could barely see it. He stuck his face next to Matthew McConaughey. He goes, I don't know who the hell that is, but he sounds Irish. Is he Irish? I, go, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just say, all right, all right, all right. And we're cool. We have a drink. And then I remember um, Jessica Simpson walked by and he goes, Hey, pretty thing, what's your name? And she's like, I'm Jessica. <laughs> and he was standing there talking to Jessica. Didn't know it was Jessica Simpson. I'm laughing my ass off. I go, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him until later who that is he was talking to. But that's, that's the best, awesome. man. So, buddy, yeah, you got that's some of the best times. You got so many goddamn rock star friends. You know, Billy Gibbons you're doing a podcast with, is easy top. And I was just thinking the other day, can you tell the story where you and I were talking about rock stars and food? And you did you ask Billy once what was his favorite dish? And he's from Texas, because I thought of that, because I just got back from Texas last night. And you were thinking he would say, like, some Tex-Mex, some burrito. And what did Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top say? When you ask him his favorite food. Well, you put me on the spot because Billy is a Mexican lover. I mean, he loves any Mexican food, you know? Yeah. And, and he just, you know, I mean, if we can go somewhere authentic, that's where he wants to go. You told me a story. I don't know if you're holding back on this, but you told me a story about why he likes spaghetti because it reminded him when he was on the road with Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah. You see... I got to be honest with you, I've been so lucky and I've had so many conversations that I, I literally sometimes forget them. That I, one is I, I've said to my wife before, I go, I go, honey, I want to write a book someday, but you're going to have to help me because I don't remember half the shit, you know? <laughs> but um, Somebody yes. like me to jog your memory to go, oh shit, yeah, that was a good story. When he met Jimi Hendrix in England backstage, that's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, and it was one of those deals where he said that whenever he smells spaghetti, whenever he tastes spaghetti, it takes him back to that time when he went go. backstage and met Jimmy for the first time. And, and he said, I, whenever I smell it, whenever I eat it, he goes, I am back in that moment, back in that moment. And that's, that's what sensory things do for all of us. I mean, think about jumping in a car and, and you get that little smell and you go, wow, this takes me back to high school or college or whatever. And that's what it does for them. And, and uh, a lot of people, I think food is such a instrumental part, no pun intended, at 
at what memories are evoked. And for Billy, Spaghetti is Jimi Hendrix and the first time he met him backstage in London. That's cool. You, you said Jimmy told him he's the best white blues guitar player he'd ever heard. Yes. And that was coming yes. from like Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix complimented Billy and told him he was the best at blues he ever heard of for a white guy. And he, and, and he said, he, was, I mean, he goes, I was floored, man. I was floored to get that kind of compliment from Jimi Hendrix, you know. And it's, Billy's an awesome guy because he, you talk about yeah. stories, man. The man has stories. He's, he's lived it. We gotta get, we gotta, I know you and I are going to go out to the desert because he's recording, but you don't know I'm going with you yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's put it this way. That was, I, I've told you about my late night conversations with Billy. My phone will ring at one, two in the morning, and, and he'll want to chat for a couple hours. And uh, sometimes parts of the conversation he doesn't remember later, like when he oh, said, God. Brad, I'm out. I'm going to Joshua Tree to record. And, and he goes, I want you to come out, man. Let's hang out for a few days and just, you know, kind of mull everything. And uh, that's one that I hope he does remember because I want to go out there. It's uh, record that conversation. Yeah, exactly. This is, we're we're going to do Zoom conversations from now on. Through the uh, intercom of the studio, through the speaker. All right, but real quick, I just want to talk about Vision uh, Streetwear because, you know, my son just turned 12 last week, and he's all skateboard, and I, I told him about Visionware, and he knew about Visionware, and I said, well, my buddy Brad Fanshaw was uh, like the founder of Visionware, and you guys, we've talked about before, really, really blew up. Because you were the biggest in like the 80s, right? Iconic. Tom Petty, Free Falling, and this album cover right here. That's right. In excess, that's our psycho skateboard, man. And uh, our guys, our guy Guns, and I do want to clarify something. I am not the founder. I'm, uh, the founder was another guy, uh, and his name was also Brad, by the way. And we were like great friends, and I came in to help push the company to the next level. And um, so I just want to give due or due is, you know, the credit well, is, I would have done is his. Research, you know, I would know that, but I like to give you props. and you know, really I know, I know, but I got to be honest, man. You invented skateboards, uh, You invented skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> I invented Zoom too. Yeah, you know all this stuff. You know, no, um, the uh, but uh, Gons he actually skated at, at quite a few in excess concerts. Would come out and skate the stage while they were playing. It was it was oh, so that's cool. badass. That was so cool. I was going to do like some comedy. You know, I did rock stars of comedy, not a cheap plug, but I created that. But I always wanted to be like a bigger, like a circus skateboard BMX. Comedy, rock stars. So let's do that this year. Let's. Yeah. Well, not back. this year. We don't want to promote any events this year. Because 2021. You know they're doing concerts at drive-in movies now. I know. I know they're. Everybody's trying to be innovative because it's so tough. You just see event after event being canceled. You know, people yeah. try. Look at Major League Baseball. Started last week. Now they're saying it may not last. I mean, who knows, man? And it's when you got to buy. You know, you can buy season tickets. They'll put a cut, cardboard cutout of yourself in your seat. And they said, at the end of the season, you may get that cardboard cutout. <laughs> I want to do it like this. You know what you should have done is you should have bought the whole front row, and it could have just been Stevie all the way across, man. Just like <laughs> different, you know, like. <laughs> Hair flips. 
Yeah, I like awesome. it. Buddy, you want to pretend like you have another emergency for another cliffhanger and come back next week? What? <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> so, Brad Badshaw, everybody, man, oh, thanks for having me back. Man seeks adventure. Well, tell them all your podcasts real quick. Where they hey, can find you? Tune in on iTunes. Man seeks adventure. You can also go to uh, Shift and Steer. Find them. They also have websites. Go there, check them out, see all kinds of photo galleries. And you can find me on Instagram at Bradley underscore Fanshaw. The man that invented hot rods, uh, skateboards, and Zoom. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Fanshaw. <laughs> A good buddy. I can't wait to go to the desert. All right, hey, man. Thank you, man. Thanks. Thanks for coming Good seeing you, man. Thanks, everybody. Come on, get happy. Add us to your favorite. Add us to your favorite. Add us to your favorite. And keep your browser locked. Keep your browser locked. Hello, beautiful people. This is Judy Liu, executive producer at Van Grio. I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Come On Get Happy Hour with Stevie D. You could be listening to anyone right now, and we're so appreciative that you've chosen to spend a little time with us. Your continued support means everything to us. Please continue to like and share our podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers. Tell a stranger on the street. We really do appreciate it. Be sure to follow at Vangrio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, follow Stevie D and his so-called friends on Facebook. There you will see the videos of our episodes. At Vangrio, we rely on the continued support of our amazing listeners like you to be able to produce our content. If you wish to make a donation or shop our merch, please visit Vangrio.com. That's V-A-N-G-R-I-O-T dot com. Thanks so much for listening. And now, back to the show. Everybody, that was Brad Fanshaw, Hot Rod Legend. The man's got 912 killer hot rod stories. So we've got about another 42 episodes with him. And coming up next is a good, good buddy of mine in comedy uh, for 20-plus years, I think. You see him on the next show. He's very modest. He's got 9,000 credits. All he wanted me to say is YouTube, but, but uh, he deserves that. BET, he's had at least five comedy albums. The Tonight Show, which is amazing. I want to talk about that. Yeah. And from the mean streets of Fresno, California, everybody, the party starter, Darren Carter. Oh, yeah, Darren Carter, party starter, with my little party starter right here, little Austin. Say hi. Shalom. <laughs> you're like, you're like a, he's your mini-me. You're like Dr. Evil and his mini-me. Oh, I know, right? Kid. Except that I have hair and stuff. Yeah, he's got hair and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, I've got a picture of you and I, and we, uh, you have hair. Yes. Somewhere. All fine. Hey, you by know, the way, I don't know. Budget production, so there's one about, what, five or six years ago of us? Oh, yeah, look at that. That's cool. Came on the double Y. <laughs> hey, Stevie, you know what's cool? Uh, this, is a, uh, this is a breaking news. What's that? I actually have hair now. Look, I'm going to zoom in. Look at this. You're the first to see this. Look at that. coming back, bro. It's coming back, right? <laughs> you almost have Wait. a bohawk going there. You know what, though? It only shows up when I put something dark behind it. I don't know if that... Now, can you see it better? I see it, I see it man. Oh, good. That's you cool. You should do, like, I do the spray paint. You yeah. Do it. That'll be sweet. <laughs> I know. Are you, are you driving and, and zooming? 
You're sitting still. You know what? We were we were at a start. We don't have. We're staying at the farm up here near Fresno. Yeehaw! And uh, they don't have uh, they don't have Wi-Fi out in these these rural areas. You know, at least we don't. So so we have to. We just have mobile devices, and then we can go to Starbucks to upload. So he just uploaded a video to his YouTube channel, and I uploaded one to my YouTube channel, and and uh, we're. And every every time somebody walks by, he locks the door because it's kind of a sketchy <laughs> right here. Like, <laughs> Looks a little shady. Looks like a little, uh, what's that? Hello there, what's up, G? <laughs> Just Give to give you guys a view. He's got the juice. The got the juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, so you're, you know, where are you now, Fresno? Yeah, we're near Fresno. We're outside of Fresno. And uh, like, <clears throat> like the place is okay. The Starbucks we went to, but it's off of a freeway, so you're seeing like the local truckers. And I like last time I was there uploading a video, I saw some lady yelling at her husband. You know, road rage. It was just like it's kind of a weird area. You'll see a guy, a, a guy riding a bicycle with a little trailer behind him pulling his girlfriend. I actually saw that. Didn't we see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I told him, like, hey, I go watch out for people like that. Also, just keep your eye open. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> like, this is where your dad's from, right here. <laughs> yeah. This is my hometown. <laughs> yeah. This is my hometown. You ever see any of your old buddies hanging outside like the seven eleven or anything? Uh, I have in the past. You know, it's been a while since I've seen my buddies. But uh, I remember one time my grandpa goes, I know the best place to get gas. And and he took me to some gas station and I was like, Wow, not one person here is wearing shoes. Like, sure, we're saving 25 cents, but is it worth it? Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, I just saw dirty feet and bad decisions everywhere. Yeah, dude. I went up to, uh, we stopped in Bakersfield with the kids. I'm like, Bakersfield, this is the home of Buck Owens, man. We got to go. What was it called? The Golden Palace or something up there? His, his place. And we went. Yeah, Buck Owens was, Palace. What is it? It's called Buck Owens Palace. It's on Buck Owens Boulevard. <laughs> So we went, and it wasn't open until like five o'clock, and this was like two o'clock. And I looked looked around; it was nothing but like shady people walking the streets with like black dusters on. It was like August, and so yeah. we, we stopped at like a gas station. There was like fifteen people lined up outside for the bathroom. I'm like, kids, we're just going to keep moving here. Uh, nothing to see. So uh, <laughs> it's a little sketchy, buddy. Yeah. Off the grid. So you know, I bought my Trans Am up by there. Oh yeah, that's right. That beautiful Trans Am. But it didn't look. It was kind of jacked up when I, when I found it up there. So I, I called my wife. I came up like on a Tuesday night, and I had ca- a lot of cash in my pocket. And the dude was like, "You can come this weekend." I'm like, "No, I want it today, bro. I'll come. I'll come tonight." So my wife's yeah. like, "Don't go there. You know, you saw Deliverance. Don't go. Don't go up there tonight." You so, wanted. So you were you're gonna drive to Bakersfield with cash in your pocket and buy a Trans Am in the middle of the night in Bakersfield? Yeah, that's uh, crazy. A lot beyond Bakersfield, like. What's the next one up there where, like, Johnny Sanchez? Oildale. Where's where's Sanchez from? Oh, Tulare. Yeah, yeah, it's up there. So I went off, and there's, like, farmland. It was, like, turn left at the tractor, and then you'll see a fork in the road and a cow. Take a right. And so I got right right around the corner from the place, and I called my wife, and I said, this looks really sketchy as hell. Like, I think some convicts are setting me up right here. And I said, if you don't hear from me in 30 minutes, call my cell phone because I got a lot of cash yeah. in my pocket. I came to buy, right? So I, st- I pull up. I like the car. I start BSing with the guy. We're joking. Man, I forgot to let my wife know I'm okay. So she calls and I see the 
the phone. It's her. And I told the guy, I'm like, dude, watch this. And I answered. I said, hello? Hello? I said, I'm in the trunk. I'm in the trunk. Call the police. I'm in the trunk. Oh, no. She's like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I like Fresno, man, because I grew up in Kentucky. We're probably a very similar upbringing. I know. Hey, you know what song that I love and you sing it? Uh, he knows it, right? Uh, Charlie Daniels, uh, Long-Haired Country Redneck. You know, you know a little bit of that song? Yeah. People say, people say, yeah, hey, watch this. Stevie, watch this, watch this. Go ahead, do it again. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. People say, I'm no good. I get crazy as a loon. I get drunk in the morning. No, no, it's I get stoned in the morning. I get drunk get stoned in the morning, Darren. What so is be it? Be careful you get drunk in the morning. You get stoned I in the morning. Oh, drunk in the morning. Never. I can't get on my own If you don't like the way I'm living Just leave this long hair country boy alone Yeah, get alone <laughs> Nice, awesome Hold Yeah, on. baby, there you go Good I remember after a while, I can't remember. I remember after a while, Charlie Daniels, like, I think in the, when he wrote it, it was like, I get stoned in the morning, I get drunk in the afternoon. I heard versions of it later on. He would say, I tell jokes in the afternoon. Oh, Have, okay, you heard yeah. of, Have you heard that version? I tell jokes in the afternoon. I heard you do that version. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> Beatbox in the afternoon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you tell me you're like a swimmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm swimming. Because <laughs> you and I yeah. yeah. yeah, was early on and break dancing. And you told me you started like rapping and you had like a swim meet and you did a rap about the other team. Yeah, I was like, I forget how that went. It was something like, uh, like it was almost. It's like instead of a trillioning thing, like, you know, usually you go two, four, six, eight, who do we appreciate? Yeah. I was like, let me rap. And this is before people were rapping, you know, at, at this kind of thing. And uh, I remember I grabbed the microphone, the announcer's microphone, and I was, uh, oh, yeah, I was like, Roosevelt, we're Roosevelt. I forget the words. And they were like, our pool is spelled like a capital L and you're whatever. I, I don't remember the words, but, but um, oh, yeah, it was called Dear McLean. That was our rival. Dear McLean, Dear McLean. I forget the words, but yeah. So I wrapped this thing. They're like, yeah. But then um, it was they 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 wrote a rap to battle us back, and uh, and I remember I was in the water on the JV team and I'm swimming, and as I'm swimming, I hear them rapping like, Yo, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> Imagine losing a rap battle, but you you're actually in the water and you're like, what? Every you time I pop out for air. Yeah, yeah. You came last. Hey, Austin's working on his deep voice. Listen to how low he goes. Show him. Well, I'm not sure if I can do it right now, but I'm just going to tell you my lowest note is B flat negative 54 anyways. That is low, bro. You're like Bowser yeah. showing out here. Yeah, do it again, watch, watch. Go, go lower, go lower. Hey, watch this, watch this. Mbapa, mbapa, mbapa. Mbapa, mbapa, mbapa. Nice. Nice. The Carter Boys. The Carter Boys. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Good night, sweetheart. 
Yeah, yeah, I used to love Bowser and all that, man. So, Austin, do you think your dad's funny? Yes, of course he's really funny. Hey, do your kids think you're funny, Stevie? Do your kids think you're funny? Do, do your, do your, yeah. I think your so, because we're like at the same maturity level. Yeah. But I was saying you want your kids to, to, you know, to dig you and think you're cool. And I recently saw a picture of one of the guys that was like Pantera or Slayer or something. Did you see that on, that on the red carpet? Uh-huh. And the dad's like, yeah, what's up? And the daughter's rolling her eyes like, dad, you're so stupid. <laughs> Your dad's one of the funniest guys in the comedy world, Austin. He's a legend. You too. When I was when I was about 20 years ago, Austin, we were performing at a gig and I saw Darren come in and I knew who he was, but he didn't know who I was. And I, I was, you know, doing my same, you know, hair flips and dumb, dumb hack jokes. And I came off the stage and your dad said something like, Hey man, that was really funny. I'm like, what? He's like, all right. The party started. Show me the hair key- flip. Since I don't have hair, show them the hair flip. <laughs> You're gonna be able to do that one day. Like show them how to do it. How do you do it? Gotta have the feather. You got you first. You gotta loosen the neck, loosen the trap muscles. You gotta loosen the trap muscles. You can't. Oh, you can't halfway sell it. So Austin, when you come up from the when you come up from the hair flip, you gotta have the look like I'm ready to rock, bro. So you, when you go like this, like what's up? All right, and you gotta go like this. Well, let's see if that I can even hair flip. <laughs> you got it. Do my hair. Yeah. Do it again. Less products in the hair, Austin. Less products. Oh yeah, less product. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I even fit product. My son does that. His hair doesn't That's move. Yeah. But so Darren, when you did the Tonight Show, the first yeah. time you went back to Fresno, Fresno, were you like, yeah, what's up? What's up now? What's up um, now? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, because you're. You're, you know what it is? You work so hard and you finally get that big, big, big break and it's, it just feels great. Actually, I felt more relief. Like, oh, finally. Because I, I felt like anytime I would be on an airplane or I'd be somewhere and they're like, so you're a comedian? Uh, you ever been on The Tonight Show? I could be like, you have to say, tell me a joke. And tell me a joke. You know, I've been on The Tonight Show. Although it's funny because now I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the watermark at all. I don't think the... You know what I mean? Like if somebody's 25 years old, they're probably not asking if you're on the Tonight Show. They probably don't care. They're probably like, I don't know what they're into. Maybe like he, he's in the you know, they're into YouTube and stuff. I think. Influencers, YouTube, right? Am I right? Verified. Yeah, they want to know if you got the next to the name. Yeah. But I remember like, I remember one time pulling up to like a Mexican restaurant and I'm walking through the parking lot. People are sitting outside and someone's like, "Hey, do the hair flip." I'm like. I'm just, I'm just stopping in to have a beer. They're like, oh, that's not cool. Oh, whatever. You won't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. It was your I mean, monkey. You know? At least the hair flip was something cool. Because, uh, you know, one of my biggest jokes back in the day that they used to always request, it wasn't cool uh, in public. It was uh, my Bart Simpson impression. So so imagine you're having, you're, you're on a I date. Yeah, imagine you're on a date and then somebody's like, hey, do the Bart Simpsons. You're going to be like, hold on, honey. Chicks dig. <laughs> Chicks dig the Bart Simpson. Yeah. Hey, Austin, can you do the Bart Simpson? You try it. Let me try it. Here's what you do. You go like this, you go. Do it. Do it. <laughs> 
Perfect. Right here. That's, that's, that's the picture you want to show at Austin's wedding someday, right? Yeah, there. Do it again. Do it again. Let me see. Do it again. Right there. Go. That's it. <laughs> show them. Mm. <laughs> that's awesome. I made that face, uh, one of the thumbnails on my. Hillbilly Farm workout he's been doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing it right. Look, here, there he goes, locking the door again every time somebody walks by. <laughs> yeah. You know what, buddy? I was just in Austin. I told you over the weekend. Yeah. We were out to dinner, and I wore one of my prize, you know, I love belt buckles. So I wore tonight, I got the Lone Star, you know, because I just got back from Texas. But I said, hey, man, I'm rocking the uh, a Trans Am belt buckle. I got my car on my belt buckle. My buddy's got it. He said, I got my belt buckle too, and he pulled up his shirt, and he was packing. He, you know, he had a he had a gun on, but he had a permit. And wow. there, like, I'm like, no wonder everybody's so polite. I told you I didn't hear one person honk the horn at me, and I'm I was all over the road. And hey, is that my exit? That my exit? And I'm like, wow, I'll just cut that. There you go. Gonna skin a buck a little later. He can skin a buck. He can run a trail line. <laughs> now this is this is for um. Uh, this is only for emergencies, and I don't even know if I would use it in, in that kind of way. This is not a belt buckle situation. You don't want this near your belt buckle. No. But, you know, I was like, maybe that's why people were so polite in Texas. Everybody's probably packing heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm bad. Right. Speaking of street creators, you and Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. What's cracking? It's a Diggle Double G, the big Snoop Dogg. Snoop. Remember he used to do the. <laughs> he could play he his weather for that. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Ooh, wait, ooh, wait, ooh, wait, ooh, wait. Mm. <laughs> I love it, buddy. I can't wow. believe I wanted to be a rapper when I was a teenager. I, there's no way I'd want to be a rapper now. Guys, you got you got me. Uh, you guys talk about that's like Oh yeah, now they have like auto tune rap and stuff. It's like yeah. you know. Did I, you ever uh, turn a rap back in the day? Were you a rapper? I was listening to uh, Kid Rock the other day. My kids in the back seat. My my daughter said auto tune. I don't even yeah. remember what song. She was like yeah. auto tune. I'm like how do oh, you? Oh, it's it? probably not, probably only God knows why I've been sitting yeah. here trying to find myself. Try to remind myself. That's a good one. So uh, you, you're working out, you're staying healthy during the quarantine, swinging yes, on the fire. I, I just put up a crazy little video. You know what I did? I've been doing is I've been doing like farmer carries, just carrying stuff on the farm besides the regular exercise, just carrying heavy stuff and, you know, just playing around out there. Like I carry this axe handle. And then, and then I put a, <laughs> I put a bag of chicken from Smart and Final at the end of the back at X handle, and I'm just trying to see how long I could just carry it at the end of the stick. Just it's silly stuff like that. Yeah. It's good, man. You just did 400 push-ups. It's pretty amazing, brother. I'm yeah, I did the video about 400 push-ups. That was pretty hard. You were there, right? Of course, I was there off the last 25. Yeah, he cheered me out for the last 25 push-ups. I was, I was actually sore for about three or four days, to be honest with you. <laughs> like. It jacks yeah. you up. You feel like you're flexing your pecs for like 48 hours afterwards. You're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. I had, it's weird. I had bruises like right below my uh, pecs. And I'm like, why do I have bruises? Because what happens, I was doing them on a tractor tire. So every yeah. time I would go down, the little knobs of the tractor tire were like tap. It would be like getting tapped 400 times. So I guess. You're doing it properly. You had good form. Oh, yeah. You saw it. Thank you. Yeah, I saw it. 
And I saw if Austin you, at the end say, I saw Austin say, we did it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> then he went like, you me, Dad. I only said that because as I didn't hear what he said the first time. I go, who? I go, yeah, we did four. I go, who did 400 push-ups? Who did it? And he goes, what? I go, I did 400 push-ups. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're the man, Dad. Yeah, you're the man. Who's the man? Who's the man? And he goes, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're the man, Dad. You did it. We're, we're the, the man. With that. We are the man. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm having fun, you know, with Austin. We're going, we're walking and talking and, you know, and putting little videos on the YouTube channel. He started his own YouTube channel. and It's called Os the Base Boss. Oh, yeah, Os the Base Boss. And uh, he just uploaded one oh. today, DB, like literally right now. Like, uh, like an hour ago. An hour ago. And it's he's playing four characters, playing five instruments. And it's a top ten. 50s song where I play some top 10 50s songs. His top 10 favorite wow, hits of the 50s. There's competition there, party starter. Yeah. There's a new party starter in town. That's right. Oh, and by the way, my dad just legit reached 2,000 subs yesterday. Oh, yeah, I finally got 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. So. Right on, buddy. I love, your, awesome. I love your podcast, man. I love when you have me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. There's my little party starters. Oh, yeah, look at him. You guys had so much fun at that lake, man, when you're in Austin. That looked amazing. Dude, the, the weather was like, so it was like a full-on thunderstorm. We went out, we're like, this is crazy. Let's head in. And then we turned around and, oh, skies parted. And uh, wow. water was like 80 degrees. And uh, people were nice. People were smiling. Hey, how you doing? American flags. And, you know, it was like, uh, Americana. I loved it, dude. Wow, that's awesome. More. Hey, all right, well, we better go get some, we better get some gas and uh, head on home, but thanks for having us on. Yeah, Austin, you rock, brother. What's, what's your uh, YouTube, Austin? What? What's your YouTube channel? It's called Aust the Bass Boss. Capital A-U-S, capital T-H-E, capital B-A-S-S, capital B-O-S-S. Aust the Bass Boss. Okay, send that to, to Sketch, and uh, we love we love the Carter boys. Tell about in Fresno. I said, America rocks. We will. All right, America. Let's do it. Here we go. Cheers. Oh, that was funny. I never heard that. That's the clean version. Tell them what you just I said. Mean, America. Oh, yeah. America. America. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm going to go. People say I'm no good. Crazy. Yeah, get stoned. We get stoned in the morning. We get drunk I get stoned in the morning. Get drunk in the afternoon. I don't have nobody for nothing. I can't get on my own. If you don't like the way I'm living, you just leave us. I don't care. Get your boy low. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> D1. D1, yay! All right, brother. Hey, I'll, I'll talk to you later, man. Have a great night. Thanks, buddy. Come on, get happy. Everybody, thanks to my guests, Brad Fanshaw and Darren Carter, and special guest, his sidekick, Austin Carter tonight. That was awesome. Murka Rockshaw, this cocktail is for you. Little uh, hillbilly shine. I'm taking this out, my partner in crime. I didn't even mean for that to, to rhyme, but it just worked out like that.
Judy Sketch Lewinson, my partner in crime for over 20 years, the brain behind this operation, and she's also a genius on the wheels of steel. So just hang out for five minutes, let her take it out with some, uh, some smooth cuts right here. See you next week, y'all. Thanks for watching. Продолжение следует...